L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Lindsay. Yes, Jason. What do you want to talk about? Midcoitus? No! Oh. <laughs> I think that's... Now that's uh... how you start an episode. <laughs> I think that was recorded. No, and I don't want you to say anything more about what we were just talking I about. I won't. Because it's incredibly incriminating. <laughs> and I have to figure out... Just, we'll fix it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in post. We'll talk in post. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. Well, okay. Other other than that, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm changing my mind. I don't know. What do I want to talk about? Uh, I have so many. But but this idea was given to me by uh, a friend of ours. and um, And so it's, so I want to talk about birthdays. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. But also birthdays slash age okay not I'll, I'll 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 explain um so i i, I just had a birthday mm. we all have birthdays you know just like sure assholes we've got all got them and except, except for that chinese except for those people that girl. don't have assholes yeah, okay all right god bless america you're right i feel bad now for <laughs> the assholeless um maybe you married one i hope i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you don't have one yourself, uh, but no. So I had a birthday, and um, which I was talking to some. I've, I've over the years I've talked to people about birthdays, and what is interesting is uh, some people really don't like their birthday. Don't like having a birthday. Don't like celebrating a birthday. Don't don't want it acknowledged. Oh, okay. You know, can I, I can I ask yes, for a clarification? Sure. I think you just clarified it, but I, I yeah. want to make sure. So you're you are. You are not talking about ambivalence. You're talking about actually not liking talking about the birthday. Uh, both. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've got friends. That I've, I know people who are just like, man, I just don't care. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. And, and, and it, feels, <laughs> it, feels, it feels false to me. I'm like, do you oh. really not care? And do you really? Because it's so, it's so, so birthdays, I didn't realize this, but they are a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. And I and it's not in this in the in the sense of a party or like a lot of celebration. It is for me the way my brain works. It is a chance at newness. Sure, it's a new year, and I love like a new notebook. Sure, like a new clean. You know, I love new clean things Mm. where I feel like I can. Just make a decision, like start over, make a decision to be somebody different or t- not to be somebody different, new, but to new make bed sheets, new bed sheets. Whoa, yeah. yeah. Anything new and fresh. It feels like, OK, with this new fresh thing, I think I put a lot of hope into new things. So mm-hmm. I love birthdays and New Year's yeah. things that, you know, smart spring when spring hit, you mm-hmm. know, like I love anything that signifies, OK, we're going to start. We can start something new. We don't have to continue in the same way that we've been going. We could change. Can Can I tell you my read on that? Yeah. To me, that signifies a sense of eternal hope. I guess so, yeah. And I, I, that, I think that's great. I'm, I guess I'm very, very hopeful because I do every, every single birthday I'm like, okay. And I, start, and I start thinking before my birthday about what do I want new in this new year? And what mm-hmm. do I want to bring with me into this new year? Mm. And what do I want to leave in this other year? Oh, that, yeah, that's, I, that, can, that can be even more powerful, I think. It yeah. is. And so, so, so that's what I mean. For me, it's not the, the, you know, some people say, oh, well, I just don't like my birthday celebrated or whatever. And I'm like, well, I, and I had to think about it because I'm like, well, am I some like whore for birthday celebration? And I'm like, I'm, I don't like a lot of times it goes by and 
that you know i mean yes i want i as we already mentioned before the podcast started like i like to get cards from my kids and some of my closest friends always do like a card or a, you know something like that and i mm -hmm. so appreciate that and of course then there's always the the only real reason that some the social media like facebook is the, it's the only day it's the best ever <laughs> is that when everybody you know says happy birthday and you get to scroll through and you're like i didn't know that person still knew i like was breathing on yeah, this earth sure and then they say happy birthday and you're like oh they like me yeah <laughs> they yep. like me enough to say happy birthday sure so um so there's a lot of validation affirmation that happens just happenstance from the from the people the smattering of people who acknowledge your birthday sure. that's a beautiful thing yeah family always you know i'm lucky enough to have family that that does that cards mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. But, um, but yeah. Um, so I guess that's, I guess I look at it and, and then I didn't know that there's this other, there's other, there's another section of people who, when they say, Oh, I love my birthday or I love birthdays. They want a party. They want the gifts. They yeah. want the big, like I, the birthday month, the birthday week, right. a birthday, this, and I'm going to, you know, all that. And, and, and I'm not, that's not, it's for me, it's the, chance to start new yeah. and also like connect with a bunch of different people or find out that people are still paying attention or know that I'm alive sure. you know that's kind of fun um uh oh gosh there was something else I was going to say about that um oh the other thing I've realized is for me with birthdays that the reason why I like them because I've been examining this because I know so many people who don't like it or like or like don't care they're indifferent like you said uh and uh, is that um I'm not good at asking for what I want or putting myself first and that kind of thing. So there's one day a year where I feel kind of, you know, okay with saying, actually, I want to sleep in or actually I want to, you know, I would really like this for breakfast or I would yeah. really like, you know, uh, actually this is what I want to, you know, do on this day and really be like assertive about it. And so I feel, so that's another reason why I like the actual day. It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like it gives me permission to be a little more. What you might call selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's selfish at all. Not that yeah. that matters, but yeah. What do you, how do you feel about, tell me your birthday. Oh, you're going to fucking hate it. I, no, I won't hate it because it's yours. Right. And it's, I think it's, <coughs> it's not how the, I do it, but I'm curious. I, I, I think it's also important for, for each of us to understand that. Um, the opposite or the option or the uh, the difference mm -hmm. does not negate how we feel about that thing, you know? Right. Like, like you, you had made a statement, um, uh, you know, I love my birthday, I love acknowledging my birthday, and there are other people that are, like, um, ambivalent about it or they don't like it, which makes me feel like there's something wrong with me. Right. right, like that I'm being selfish, or but that that's I, you know, absolutely not the case. Mm -hmm. It's that is totally not the Which case. Which is why right? I want to understand this whole ambivalence and that kind of thing. And, and I am, I am thoroughly ambivalent okay. about about my birthday. Mm -hmm. um, I think it probably came from, um, so when I was sixteen, um, about a week. Before my birthday, <laughs> my mother came home with the best bowling score she ever had in her life. Okay. And ran down the steps of our basement mm -hmm. to grab the phone to call my dad. Oh, you've told me this. Right. Oh, so my she God. tripped over the dog. <gasps> oh, my God. Double compound fractured her leg. Oh, my God. Compound fracture. Ow, right. ow. Went through the skin. I come I home. I heard this and it's still, it's just still, oh God. I come home. Nobody's home. The only thing I find is this single bloody sock oh in the basement. Oh my God. Right? Yes. Oh my God. So she, a couple of days before, well, it must have been more than a couple of days, but uh, <gasps> at some point before my birthday uh -huh. she had surgery on her leg uh -huh. and so she had been home for a couple of days my parents forgot my 16th birthday oh goodness right? and um at about it was a school night you know yeah. about seven o'clock that night mm -hmm. i start having friends 
looking very surprised coming over. <laughs> what? Looking very surprised coming like, over. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, your your parents asked me to come over, so I guess it's your birthday. <laughs> right. <laughs> they forgot until that night yeah. and started calling your friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, now I get it. So, um, because I am who I am, mm. I was like, you know, oh, I get it, my mom. Blah, yeah. Blah. But, you know, deep inside, I'm sure yeah. it fucked with my 16-year-old self. Right. And I'm guessing that my ambivalence probably came from that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the last time, the last time I remember caring about my birthday yeah. was probably 21. Oh, okay. The last time I remember having a really good time on my birthday yeah. was when I was 40. Yeah. Because my wife had a bunch of people come over to the theater that we were I mean, we were, yeah. you know, it was after the flood. We were yeah. in that space that was not a theater that we had turned into a theater. Right. And we had a party. I mean, it was a great yeah. time. Totally not expecting it. Uh-huh. Because I'm ambivalent right. about it. Um, 50th birthday? I mean, nothing happened. Really? Yeah, my, you know, my kids got me right, cards but you about didn't do farting and, oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, and, and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, not a lot. And I, I just, I mean, it really is just another day for me. Mm. Um, but I also think that that comes into the idea that I try to spend my life living today, mm -hmm. not thinking about tomorrow or thinking about back then. Mm -hmm. My wife is the same way. Um, she, a lot of people are. She at least says she doesn't <laughs> care about her birthday. Yeah. And because I don't care about my birthday, I have to take it at face value. Yeah. Um, now, she she is, hmm, she's coming upon a big one, Yeah. if people believe in that. And she... Um, <laughs> milestone. Right, a milestone birthday, uh, one with a zero at the end. Yes, I understand. Um, and... Um, uh, her best friend has just recently moved to Hawaii. Mm. And so she said, I don't, the only thing I want for my birthday, I, I don't care about anything else. I just want us to start saving money for a trip to Hawaii for this upcoming summer. That's what she wants for her birthday. Yeah. And That's a good one. It's perfect. Yeah. You know, it's great. It, 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 she's very big about um, experiences rather than mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, which, absolutely. So, um, but especially the way that you put it, um, with the freshness yes. and things like that, I can totally get how people are, are wanting their birthdays to be acknowledged. Yeah. Now, the people that, the people that are like, yeah, it's my birthday. Give me some fucking stuff. Yeah, no, 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 Ooh, no. Boy, that I got a problem. No, with. of course but not. And and acknowledged is not. I mean, yes, it's nice. I would like my kids, like you said, like I want my kids to acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Um, because and 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 honestly, like when it comes to like your kids, it's, a, it's an opportunity. You know, like I told you beforehand, before we started the recording, that um, all I want usually ever is a card. Sure. Even if you take a piece of printer paper off the printer, <laughs> fold it in half, which is often what we do, sure. and maybe draw a picture on the front and then but write something. I love writing. Love handwriting. Mm -hmm. I love getting handwritten notes. All my closest friends know this. And so like cards and they know you don't just sign it. You don't mm -hmm. just get a card and sign it. Not for me. Yeah. You write some yeah. words in it and I just I live for reading what people will write it's my favorite thing it's my absolute favorite thing i don't care if i got anything else is it is it because you feel like effort has been put into it no it's 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 because of the words it's because the words tell me where i they they help me i struggle oh god i'm gonna cry um you gotta talk <laughs> so when i was five Okay, I'll stop. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I, <laughs> I struggle to sometimes know where I stand. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, again, my birthday is an opportunity for me to be reminded that people are still in my corner. Yeah. 
yeah. and how they feel about me and stuff like that. Right. So I really appreciate the cards, the yeah. messages, the words. So now when you say, okay, when I, I'm a dude. So when Please I give, don't gender. When, when I give, uh, it, I, that has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with an outlook. Okay. Right. I I know many women who are dudes. Okay. Okay. When when I get a card, mm-hmm. I try to find a card that expresses something right. about my relationship with the person. Yes. It it if it's their fiftieth birthday. It could be a card that says, happy 82nd. Yeah. I mean, it could be, you know, whatever. If, right. if I'm friends and I'm jokey with that yeah. person, it could be any, it could be a fart card. It could be anything. Absolutely. Um, but generally what I write in yeah. that card is I handwrite happy right. birthday. Yeah. Um, I'll handwrite, you know, love ya or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then. I sign it. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I'll date it because I know some people. I keep love them. the dates. Yes, I appreciate the dating. But you, you, as a card recipient, mm-hmm. you're looking for something a little bit more telling from the writing. No, Is that correct? Uh, it depends on the person. Like okay. I wouldn't expect anything more than what you described from you. Right. Um, and because I'm a because I'm a dude. No, because you're not, Jason. Not because I'm an asshole. No, because you're Jason, okay, okay. and I know you, and I know how you communicate, <laughs> and how you don't. Which is <laughs> one word with an emoji. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and so, but I but but you know, once you learn a person's communication pattern, and then you, oh God, this is going way off what I thought I was going to talk about. But yeah, but it's fast. It's fascinating. Well, um, I think, and I I have a lot of. I know there's a lot of my friends who feel similarly, but didn't know to say, oh, yeah, that is what I like. Like people writing mess like and I think it's you know, it's just that affirmation. It's like a reminder. Okay, you still like me. We're still good. You know, which comes from I mean, childhood trauma. (laughs) We can unpack all kinds of things where it's like I need to know I need to be made to feel safe that this connection is still a safe connection and it's still what I think it is and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, so there's certain people that I know are going to write me long messages. If they all of a sudden gave me a card that just said love ya, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong? Sure. What is wrong? You know, there's a friend of ours who is a very. She, and mm-hmm. uh, and she is, she, and she's so so good mm-hmm. at the always writes like if I got a card from her that just had a heart and her unique name I'd be like, right. oh my god we're we're not friends anymore like what's what's oh, ha- I, I'm gonna oh, have to call her up I'm gonna have coffee what what's going on what's wrong you know. Uh, no, con- conversely, yeah. if you got a card from me that had like three paragraphs, would you be like, what the fuck is wrong? I'd be like, oh my gosh, what's happening? He's opening up. He's, he's discovered he's, he's well, be- discovered thing. some vulnerability. <laughs> he's decided to really like, this is, this is breaking, this is, this is a breakthrough. <laughs> and, and so you have to learn people's communication styles. And, so, and I know that there are people who, you know, buy the card. Like my mom will buy cards. She writes in them too, but she'll write, car- she'll buy cards that say what she means. Mm-hmm. And what she does, and I took a, I've taken this note from her, is she'll go through and to show that she didn't just buy the card, she underlines keywords. That, it's not. I don't think awesome. she does it like to do that, but it also just does that. It sure. informs that she's like this, so that she liked what the card said and yeah. it made sense to me. Look, I am constantly looking for signs that some that I am that I'm not connected to someone anymore sure i i it's it's a it's a way to keep myself safe it's trauma response i'm constantly and so therefore the alternate is i'm constantly looking for ways to to seek out signs that we're still you know connected Mm -hmm. that everything is still good that we're good um and so that's another thing I like about my birthday is I'm like all these connections. Okay, we're good. 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 Okay, good. I, and it's like okay, as long as I'm good with these people, even if it's just ten of them, I'm like yeah. that's good. That's, that's good. Awesome. And then beyond that, it's uh, just icing on the cake. I don't know. It's I I'm I guess I'm fucking weird. I don't know. Well, I'm, but I really yeah. It's I I just I'm I've always been jealous of 
not jealous. Jealous isn't the right word. Uh, people, I feel bad because so I know so many people like, oh, I just I don't care. It's not that big a deal to me. Birthday, eh, whatever. It's okay. And I'm like, but but it's a whole new year and you're starting over. And like, what are you going to do in this year that you didn't do in the last year? And boy, you go and you look back and you're like, boy, since my last birthday, I thought I was going to do all this stuff and I didn't do it. Why didn't I do it? Maybe I should examine what I need so that I can start moving forward in this new year. And, you know, what are the things that are holding me back so that I can, you know, finally get, you know, on with my life in a way that I, you know, living authentic, like doing being who I really want to be and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And I'm constantly thinking like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know. That that must be weird. I don't think it's, uh, again, I don't think I it's mean, weird. The odd. It's, it's you, it's, you know? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just so much, I just know too, I know so many people who are like, eh, I just, I, I don't care. It's not a big deal to me. And so then I'm like, why, how did I get like this? And where are the other people who are like this? <laughs> that, you know. maybe, maybe they're maybe they're afraid to uh, to admit they're like that because everybody around them says, "Yeah, I don't care." Right? Yeah. It's this, I used to have this trouble um, in the workplace. I had coworkers who were like, um, "I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm doing a good job. I just do my job." And mm, I'm like, "Boy, that I can't. No, I know. I I need someone I to go. Just, yeah, you're doing the right thing. You're doing." There are. I just have to wonder if this is. Are these not I won't I won't put the birthday people but maybe like is it a trauma response people like are mm. you really mm -hmm. like is it is it are is it better for you not to have needs like mm. is it is that your badge of honor like but look, I don't need a lot I'm super easy mm -hmm. like you don't I it's not a big deal like did did you learn that in childhood oh. and and so you just are like now you the adaptation is to look I'm, I'm I, I don't care because you've had you've been disappointed you didn't get your needs met mm -hmm. and so then you you've learned to adapt so that you don't need so that you don't get disappointed yeah. when people don't show up for you either on your birthday or like your boss doesn't give you the praise that you want or whatever or that you would like and you're so used to not getting it that you're like you know what? I just don't need it I just yeah. I got to find because you have to then adapt and find a way to motivate yourself in a workplace regardless of if you're getting the uh the feedback that you need and want right and so that kind of the same as like, a, like oh, well, nobody really cared about my birthday as a kid. So, I mean, it, it was always kind of a side thought or not a big deal or whatever. So then the adaptation is, yeah, I just don't really care because if I care, I'm going to get disappointed. Yeah. So to keep myself safe, it's best to just not care. I, I, yeah, I think that's definitely uh, a, a possibility. I don't mean to wade too deeply into no, it, but it's... I you know, one of the things to, to look at with that, I guess, would be, you know, how, how are they in other situations? And um, yep. I think that that's, that's a fascinating um, question mm -hmm. as to people's response about their own birthdays. Mm -hmm. I think um, if, they, if they never seem to express a need for anything, then it seems to me as though that, that definitely kind of falls into that idea. Right. If yeah. they, yep, if they're people pleasing or, uh, you know, very, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean, and, and again, my thing is not what I, I don't need other, I, I attach so much to my own, what I'm going to do in the new year, how mm -hmm. I'm going to, yeah. you know, how I'm, how it's going to be changed for me. So I like, I, I could sit alone with the exception of seeing my children, of course. Right. Um, but otherwise I could spend the rest of my birthday alone in thought and I would write or I would go on a walk or whatever. Like it's a it's a thing. It's a change. It's mm -hmm. a and I feel the same way about a new year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that weird? I don't know. No, I, I, I don't think it's weird, weird at all. I um I it there's it feels to me a lot like um like, you know, diary writing or yeah. journal writing. Yeah. And I I so I so de turning it back to me, where which is, you know. Well, that's what that's Important. what that's the that's um, the perspective you have, right? Uh, I desperately want to be a journal writer, mm -hmm. and I'll do it for maybe a week, mm -hmm. but then I get into this whole thing of, well, shit. Yesterday is the same as today, and mm -hmm. tomorrow is going to be the same as today. Um. So why, you know, what? Why am I writing down? the stuff that I'm thinking anyway, I'm not going to go back and read it. Right. And 20 years, 30 years, maybe if I'm lucky, 50 years after I'm dead, 
I, I will have essentially no longer existed. Yeah. So why do I even do this? You so know? have you st- have you never gone back to a journal entry and been glad you wrote it? No. Really? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. I find that fascinating. In fact, I've got... Uh, I probably have five notebooks, maybe more, that have at most... 10 or 20 pages of written stuff in it mm-hmm. that, that are journals. I have wow. writing notebooks that are fuller, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So when it comes to writing about your life, you you it's it's not something you're interested in writing about. You would rather write whatever it is you write in your writing journals. Yeah. Not yeah, about your I life. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, is I, that the difference? I, um, periodically, I'll go through this. I'll go through this kick where, where I think, all right, I, I need to... I need to write shit down for mm-hmm. my boys because mm-hmm. I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And I know I will not have told them everything I want to tell right. them. Right. And then I get to this point where I'm like, they're not going to fucking read it. Oh, yes, they will. It's just going to be another weight hanging around their neck that they're like, oh, shit, dad wrote this. Mm-hmm. Now I got to. I gotta put my PlayStation array and read this. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I disagree. My my dad uh, was a was a what's the what's a what's a good expletive for journaling? He he was he was a ferocious a scriptophile. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He was he had scriptoria. Yes, he had um, composition books after composition books after composition books and I have all of them. Yeah. And I and it's it's a few totes of them and granted I have not read all of them. They right. what I love though is I just love having they have his handwriting. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of them are harder to read like literally because his handwriting was just absolutely and he was left-handed so he would write in a weird uh, pattern in the book, and I can't remember which way it was. It was like, I mean, if he did it backwards or upside down, or I mm. don't know, but it's um, like when I'm reading, I'm sometimes like, okay, I've got to flip it. But anyway, um, just to have his handwriting and to read some of them, you know, some of the journaling, it, but it's a little tough. It's mm. a little tough just to kind of find out where, you know, just see where he was at mm-hmm. uh, mentally in some of these journals. Um, like, just how he would you know spend his days and things like that um so but i but i but it's fascinating and it's interesting and it's you know mm-hmm. I, I don't know i'm glad i'm glad to have it when when he first passed away i i went through many i went through them more and put took the time sure to read them and then they've kind of kind of been packed away and i mm-hmm. haven't I actually just came, I told you this the other day, I came across a tote of his and it had a bunch of journals and it had his Russian fur hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like his leather cap with the pins and all. So, um, come the revolution. Yeah. You kids will be first up against the wall. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So, oh. yeah. Perfect. Now it's time for the rando mo. Rando mo. It was a magical little sound today. It was. Some magic. Just a little chime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, man, sometimes I pull one of these, and I'm just like, what? Mm. Sure. I, so this is one of those. Uh, no name attached. This one just says one word. Philanthropy. Oh. Philanthropy. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Again, a great moment. To have this thing videotaped, only, only <laughs> focusing the video on Lindsay's face, um, because everything uh. you want to know about how she feels about <laughs> philanthropy no, occurred okay. in about a three-second moment. It's not, it's not how I feel about philanthropy. It's how I feel about talking about philanthropy <laughs> on a podcast like where's the fun i want to have fun philanthropy can be fun yeah. oh god yeah. i mean i've done a lot of well we okay we'll say especially that. if you pronounce it like like jackson did philanthropy because then <laughs> it sounds like something you run into at a D dungeon yeah <laughs> Isn't it? I thought that's what we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for initiative. Philanthropy. You uh, run into a philanthropy. 
All right. Well, we um, we are going to take gonna a little break. break. We're going to toss off to our clients, and uh, we will be back. Always with the toss off. I swear. I feel like I really wanted to flip him off for some reason. You could definitely grab the head. I'm going to grab it and chuck it up at the observation booth. <laughs> okay, yeah. Boy, I've seen what you can do. Come here and finish this. There's a 20. Oh, natural a- 20! Nat 20. So- Very nice! Welcome to Myths of Myria, a live play D&D podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Alan Way, and I'll be joined by my colorful cast of characters to help tell the story of Myria on the spot, completely improvised, every single Tuesday. Join us as we delve into the second season of our show, where Shadow, her, and many other new characters played by exciting guests have to grapple with all of the decisions made in season one. If you are new to Myria, there's a season one recap waiting for you on your favorite podcast streaming service. If you want to get caught up on your own, all episodes of season one are now streaming. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit lasmedianetwork.com slash mythsofmyria. To get access to the exclusive post-show after every session, subscribe to LES Plus by going to lesmedianetwork.com slash plus. We can't wait to play with you. And without any further ado, welcome to Myria. History. History. Song, song, punishment. All of this is on Historically Inaccurate with me, Jake Trumper. And me, Alex Schulte. Learn about history in a fun and unique way with our weekly podcast, Historically Inaccurate. Each week, we put a spotlight on a moment in history. And if you were like me in school who liked history but had trouble paying attention in class, don't worry. We're going to present this knowledge in an easily digestible way. Like when you put medicine in peanut butter for your dog. Or like when you put medicine in your peanut butter for me. Historically Inaccurate is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. To learn more about this, head on over to lasmedianetwork.com slash historicallyinaccurate. And if you want access to the exclusive Historically Inaccurate After Dark, Consider subscribing to LAS Plus. Head on over to lasmedianetwork.com slash plus to get started. If you thought Historically Inaccurate couldn't get any crazier, just wait until you're learning about history in the dark. Yeah, flashlights. Historically Inaccurate. Hey, it's me, Jason. I just wanted to say that if you are enjoying the show and you want to support us and other local creators like us, please consider joining LAS+. Plus. This is our premier subscription service, and it gets you all sorts of perks like ad-free episodes, exclusive bonus content for shows on the network, and deals at LAS live shows. For example, our upcoming show, What Do You Want to Talk About? live at Opus Cafe, which is on July 22nd. LAS Plus subscribers will get discounts on drinks at the Opus Bar. You can check it out at lasmediagroup.com slash plus. And thank you so much for listening. And we're back. We are back. I would love to um, retouch yes. on uh, on cards. Yes, please. If I may. Uh-huh. So um, my wife has a couple of things that she's crazy about. One of them is pens. Not, oh. not expensive pens. Uh-huh. Um, but... You know, does she have a, a type that she likes, like a certain brand and she kind? She likes all pens. Oh, I love pens too. Highlighters, yes. Anything. Oh my there God, are when she was um, when she was taking kids to Japan. Yeah, there were uh, these ten yen stores mm-hmm. or hundred yen stores. I can't remember, but she would come back with boxes of pens mm. from these places. The other thing is cards. Mm. So she is a member of the, I don't know, Hallmark Platinum Society oh. or something like that. And um, she has made it known that when I go to Hallmark, if I do not use her membership number, oh, right. the marriage is over. Right. So she's got to get those points. She's got to get the points. Yeah. Mama needs her biscuits. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. Um, and so... Um, she will if she is out somewhere, yeah, and there's a a, a stack of cards for sale. Mm-hmm. She will go through them, okay, and she she'll be like, oh, 
this will be a great card for my oldest son's 22nd birthday. Oh, my and she'll gosh. Buy it, oh, my gosh. Right? So we have this huge box of, of mm-hmm, cards, mm-hmm. and she knows where all these cards are going. Yeah. But periodically, she will she will buy cards for me to give to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, they come in two styles. One, incredibly filthy. Okay. Which, I mean, she's absolutely right. <coughs> yes, with right. Those. The other one, and... Oh, I think you might hate these cards. <laughs> these are my all-time favorite cards. Okay. Where on the front, mm-hmm. they've got all these possibilities. Okay. So it'll be like, happy birthday, happy anniversary, thinking of you, whatever, all the stuff. Okay. Is. And then you you check. You put a little oh, check mark next to it. Yes. And as thoughtless as possible. Exactly. And then it's mm-hmm. got this, it's got, you know, some kind of meaningless, mm-hmm. although old-timey image on it. Uh-huh. And then you open the card up, and then there's another list list of options. Oh, gosh. To me, that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I think that's incredibly funny. Right. Uh, because you can have a birthday card right. that says, you know, thinking of you, check mark on the front, mm-hmm. and then you open it up, uh, you know, Congratulations on your newborn, or whatever, yes, and yes, and that's yes. just my kind of right silly you, humor. Yeah, you're not alone in that. I mean, no, I no, I, I found I the the theater uh, theater m- people tend to give card. They'll like take an, any kind of card and by like, mm, people. Do you mean men? I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to gender it. <laughs> sure, okay. Uh, but I've gotten. You know, and, and it's like, or they have no qualms about taking a card that's completely not related to a birthday and just crossing out stuff and writing in stuff. And, and I get it. It's clever and it's funny and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't <laughs> expect more sure. from somebody who is uncomfortable being vulnerable. Oh, <laughs> and just, oh, you know, man. I mean, the people that give me those cards, they're like, it's not, it's not a feeling day for them. It's a funny day. And I do that too. I buy funny cards for mm-hmm. my friends. Absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes you see a card and you're like, that's freaking hilarious. I'm going to buy that and I'm going to give it to my friend because they will get the joke. But then I will write in there also about why the joke made me think of them and sure, yeah, why yeah, they're yeah. so wonderful and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that they get the best of both worlds. It's like Hannah Montana. Um, I, I don't I don't know that. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, you. I, I realized it. Does she, is she like a TikTok dancer? Or? Oh my, are you, I, I, seriously, <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. We have a what do you want to talk about TikTok. Yeah. I'm going to build the algorithm as if I'm you and then I'm going to have you line, get onto it and then you'll freaking see what the frick? You don't freaking know what the frick you're freaking talking about, you if little you, fricker. If you build it like it's me, yeah. it's going to be nothing but dances and sea shanties. No, so it's, it's not going to prove anything to you. No, you don't. That's not true. That is not true. Really? What do you know? I love dances and sea shanties. No, you you would not. You would not. You would not. You would not. All right. You would. Okay. No, it would. Okay, that's another topic. For another day, that's okay. We're gonna do the body doubling, and we're, I'm gonna build your. I'm gonna build your algorithm. <laughs> I I'll get Jackson to help me because he's as close to. He's got a lot of your brain pieces. I'll sure, do it too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I would. We give you access, that. and you build the algorithm. So oh, when, there you go. when you say you and me, I mean, I'd help too. I I, I am fascinated by this idea. Mm-hmm. So when you say. As me, yes. You're talking about putting things that I'm interested in. I don't. You don't put it in. You have to. I will have to. I will have to endure really boring fucking videos <laughs> and watch them all the way through and like them, and then I will have to dismiss the shit I actually like and until I get to ba- back to woodworking, <laughs> like, you know, oh, this is about, and then I'll ha- Jack Jackson. You know, he knows. He'll he'll help. What we'll do I know? You know how what I'm talking about, like the algorithm. Oh you know, yeah, of course. And that there are there, like there is the opportunity to have an algorithm that is Jason's interests on TikTok. Oh, for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm. and and mm. and it will look very different from mine. True. But 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 it, but it exists. You have it. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, so. it's just like the the. YouTube algorithm, yes, or the Facebook algorithm, yes, that would be fascinating. It's, that it's short form YouTube. That, I've said this to you. That might be an interesting um, uh, 
company to create a service. What, building somebody else's algorithm? Building, because they don't have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. They just want to get on and go. Yeah. And so you build you build the TikTok for them. Yeah, you give me your top ten interests. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think that could be funky. D&D, well, I guess See? they're shorts, but, you know. Same yeah. same idea. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. all YouTube shorts or Facebook reels are oh is just copy pasted from Instagram from uh, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, interesting. It's okay. old TikToks. All right. <laughs> By the time old, <laughs> never mind. Okay, we're done talking about that. <laughs> done, done, done. But Jackson, seriously, we'll talk because I think it'd be hilarious to try and do. Oh, for sure. All right. And then he can shut the fuck up about the dances and the she shanties <laughs> once and for all. <sighs> okay, so the other part of this I wanted to kind of touch on is age. Mm. Because some people resist their birthdays because they don't like to admit their age. They don't like to talk about age. They're worried about aging. Age, age, age is the thing. What do you think is the core of that? Of that age worry? It's, it's uh, I, as a society, you know, that we, it's like if you age, then, then especially, well, I'll just, uh, for women especially, age equals a lesser value. Mm, okay. Overall, overall. In our patriarchal society, because if you know, like, like by the time you can't make babies anymore, I mean, what good are you? Oh, and if you aren't fun to look at anymore, then what good are you? Mm. You know, is the I'm t- I'm speaking extremely yeah, generally. I know. It's, it's, a, it, it's it's not the truth. It's a it, it is a sad view that that certainly our media perpetuates. That's what I'm saying. It, it's not reality. I wouldn't. I don't feel yeah. like it's the reality. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but it but it is it is um. I think it's 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 out there, mm. and so um, women especially don't like to share their age. They don't like to talk about age. They don't like to think about aging, so they don't want to have a birthday because that means they're aging, and everybody's paying attention to how old they are, mm. and it's a whole, you know. And I, that that I that has been purely manufactured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. hate that. So, and that's another. That's a. It's a weird thing because you know you were talking earlier about well, my wife's going to have a a milestone birthday if you believe in that or buy into that and everything and so that's kind of what what i'm talking about is the age thing is like do you buy into i buy into my age like i'm okay with my age i just feel like i want to live in a way that that makes that that makes me not put a any other constraints on me except that just this is my chronological age and and that's something that i've heard a lot of my friends uh, or no, I shouldn't even say friends, but uh, just people in orbit, you know, just, just, just I don't know. And you listen to people talk about themselves and they're like, well, I don't do that anymore. I don't, you know, I can't do that anymore. Or, or I'll hear women be like, well, once I hit 40, it's like, I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. Or, I mm. can't do that anymore. Or, That's not in the cards for me anymore. And I resist that. I will. You will never hear me say that about anything. The, uh, the things that they are saying. Even I. Um, they, yeah. Sorry. No. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No. No. I was going to be make a joke that I don't want to make. It, even. Um, so the things that they're saying are mm-hmm. they? Do you find that they are um, emotional, mental, physical? So it's physical. It's a lot of physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, you know, like, oh, I just can't get up and down like I used to. I just can't do that anymore. Or I just can't, you know, uh, I just don't. It's a lot of limiting beliefs talk. Mm, mm, And mm, I uh, and maybe this maybe what I'm discovering is maybe I'm like, what what is a hapless hopeless? Like, what am I like? I'm hopelessly hopeful. (laughs) I didn't know that about myself. That's a great place to be, though, don't you think? More. I mean, I didn't know it wasn't. A place that a lot of people were. Mm. Uh, I, I just you. I, mm. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine not always hoping or being hopeful that things are going to get better or that you're going to, you know. So I won't put the limiting belief. I won't speak the words. I won't think the thoughts mm-hmm. that like, well, I'm never going to do that because I'm this age. Right. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I might still do that. That's not. I could if I chose to. Mm. I'd do it. You know. I mean. Besides maybe make a baby, which is, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. But, so, uh, like, that's the one thing that maybe, like, nature is going to take away from me. But I still, I still like, there's a part of me that's like, well, I mean, if I really wanted to, maybe I could make one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've not tried. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that's one of those things that trying to just to find out probably not the best decision. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I just, uh, I don't know. It's. Do you? Do yeah. you? I, this is such a silly question. I got to imagine that it's. Uh, do you? Do you feel a certain age? Are you no. like, oh, I feel like I'm 18 or whatever. No, I used to for a long time. I was, uh, I felt 28 oh. because 28 was a year where I finally kind of I made a really hard decision. I left my first husband, mm -hmm. and so I really was finding myself and feeling good in my own body and my skin and my brain for the first time in a like in my adult life. Yeah, and so I feel like I felt that for a long time because it was such a positive age. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was when I kind of turned over into this, what I feel like is a whole new life. Um, and, uh, but now, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't, I don't really, I don't know, that's the one that sticks out as like, that was a huge turning point. And so it makes sense that it's like that, there was a life before and then there was a life after. Mm -hmm. At 28 is when we did, I did a show at TCR, first, a, first show as in my adult life. Was that cozy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I, I left an abusive marriage. I, you know, I was, it was awful. I was going through an awful time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but I, but I went back. I, I gave, you know, tried theater again, got back and, you know, involved with performing. And mm -hmm. I had been away for, I mean, I just hadn't done it. And so, yeah, uh, a lot of things. Yeah, it was just so, but I haven't had another year that sticks out like that to me. Sure. So, um Maybe forty, maybe thirty-five. I don't know. Mm. I because I don't put a age on like where I am, like physically or mentally, or mm -hmm. you know. There's nothing that I feel aged. I don't feel old. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm limited physically. I don't feel like I'm limited mentally, um, for my age. You mm -hmm. know, and I'm forty-nine now, right. as of Sunday. Right. Right. So I'm I'm what I call 50 Eve or what I'm thinking of is the Eve of 50 because to me a milestone again a new start so this is my last year of my 40s so then what what do I want that last year of my 40s to be what do I want to enter my 50s being feeling living what things do I want to carry into that next decade and what do I want to work on this year eliminating yeah so that my 50s can be the um, the healthiest and the happiest I've ever been. Yeah, cool. Um, that's the plan. Yeah. I'll be in the best shape of my life in my 50s. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what I, I, I mean, I fully believe it. Yeah. I don't know. Is that hopeful? I guess that's hopeful. Well, certainly it's hopeful. Doesn't mean it's not, I mean, hopeful doesn't mean silly. Right. And know? when I say shape, let me just specify, don't, I mean like healthy. Yeah. 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 Overall, mental right. and physical health. Yeah. yeah. So... I think those are good things to strive toward. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I live in a space where I, where I don't feel like I need a specific date to do that. Mm. Yet I don't do it anyway. Mm. You know, it, mm. like I could say, "Oh, today's the first day of the rest of my life," or mm -hmm. whatever. I just, I, I don't do that. I, I you know, aspire. Mm -hmm to change bad habits and to pull new habits. But I'm not drawn to do that on any specific day. I think because I struggle with um, motivation sometimes, or I get, I'm kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. So so I, I have somewhere along the way picked up this adaptation where I, 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 I apply these sorts of absolutes to birthdays and things in order to motivate me yeah. in order to go you know what this is how i'm you know what you know to think about it as okay you can so all this was bullshit that's great yeah 48 you you didn't you didn't get the things done that you wanted to do so now here's a new year a fresh start start fresh and i right. saying you know and i get like you don't need you're saying i don't have to or you don't feel that to to assign a date to it you know and mm -hmm. i i get that uh, but for no, me, I'm saying I don't. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm not saying other people should. No, no, no. Yeah. I, but I know you don't, um, uh, and I don't think a lot of people do. Or that the birthdays would be a different thing. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think New Year's is big for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Know? And that's, I think New Year's is a lot because it's so much. It's so much about that holiday is built around 
debauchery and indulgence. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that you really set yourself up to fail. Right. By the first right. day being the day after I, debaucherousness. I am <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna lose fifty pounds this year. But loss. beforehand yes. I am going to drink all these calories yep. and mm -hmm. eat all this shit. Right. Yep. And then the day after what are you doing? You're eating the leftover dips and right. all the leftover things and you know, I, I don't or know. Or sleeping till or one. Or sleeping until one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Your motivation is not. And so that's it's a great a new year is great and I love it. But um uh you know I, I had to I just had to attach it to birthdays too. <laughs> Give me a little You know, New Year used to be Something that I so oh this is gonna sound horrible. Okay, New Year was something that I really looked forward to. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had children, mm. and New Year changed radically. Really, um, it used to we oh, we had this friend group that maybe for five years, I don't know. Mm -hmm. We would do a themed house-to-house -house thing yeah. for New Year. We would do, like, uh, we're going to have a European New Year this time. Yeah. You know, someone would be Germany and someone would be France or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they were all thematic, and it was a freaking blast. Oh, yeah. We would drink certain themed drinks and That's eat awesome. certain themed food at one house and then after an hour we would walk over to another house and yeah. and do something different there w when when we had children that stopped mm. for obvious organizational reasons mm -hmm. and then um it became so subdued mm -hmm. our Your family own. celebration yeah. of it that it really just kind of lost meaning for me oh it just kind of became another sort of oh gosh you another know, day well this is another day and oh. you know um you'll go to bed i'll wake up at two and do the feeding uh and try to get the kid back well, that's babies. That's sleep. baby yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But Your even, kids haven't been babies for a long time. No, no. Even you know, even now, mm -hmm. I I mean, the most sort of the most exciting thing that happens, I don't know, naturally year wise or whatever, is uh, astronomical. You know, meteor showers. We're like excited about that. New Year's is just sort of. Eh, yeah. We've had Christmas. The kids have gotten crazy excited about christmas yeah. and now we're tired and want to yeah go to bed before midnight your kids don't want to stay up till midnight my kids want it they couldn't look, wait my kids want to stay up till midnight tonight that's why that's why new year's is so much fun sure. i think for my because they're like we're gonna stay up till midnight sure yeah, yeah. i don't yeah. know yeah kind of got off the birthdays. <laughs> that's all right. I think that's all right. I think it is, too. Oh, da, 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 is da. kind of a birthday. Yeah. Birthday of the year. Of the year, of absolutely. The year, yeah. That's very good. I like that. So we're uh, we're getting ready to head into our rando-mo. Please do remember that you can uh, send us um, a topic, a thought, an idea, a single word mm. uh, via our Facebook. Mm. Um, that's what this one is. A yeah. single word. Yeah. Would you like a reminder on that word? Please do. Your word is <laughs> philanthropy. <gasps> Philanthropy, that's right. The the scary monster in the dungeon. <sighs> there's some uh there's some pretty interesting, I think, interesting, I'm not sure I'd call it research. Yeah. More than editorials being mm -hmm. written. And the most fascinating headline that I've seen on it is the fallacy of the fallacy of billionaire philanthropy. Yes. I'd see, yeah, that's, that. the thing about it is, I mean, it, as uh, like for you and me, I mean, I, I w would rather get involved with a local group where I know where, how it's working, how it's, you know, it's, I feel like so much of our money gets tossed 
into these supposedly philanthropic organizations that then it, it gets diverse. It gets, you know, it, it's what do I want to say? It goes through like a Brita filter. The money goes through a Brita filter and then what's left over, the, the, that's what actually yeah. gets to the thing that, right. you know, whatever it is. So I struggle with it. We, my wife and I are having a struggle specifically with goodwill yes. right now because it has, you know, come out in the last year mm -hmm. that the CEO of Goodwill makes a ridiculous amount of money. Mm -hmm. And... Um, that to me is not philanthropy. Right. That is not a philanthropic organization. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, man, I just... That's mm. what I mean. The more doubt that gets cast about the various uh, bigger um, philanthropic organizations, the more you're like, well, what, what do I give to? I want to do good. I want to be helpful. I want to be philanthropic. But but where's the where's the thing I know is going to actually move the needle for some people yeah. rather than just line pockets. Uh, I think I have an answer for that. So I, okay. I I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, yes. Armchair Expert. Yes. And he had this guy on named Will McCaskill who does a lot of uh, uh, does a lot of writing about uh, future and how we can help and things like that. Okay. This dude has created a website called Giving What We Can. Okay. And on there he's got these these guides that's broken down to um, giving causes charities and resources. So like mm -hmm. in, in the giving, he talks about how to give effectively, right. which is my issue. Mm -hmm. I don't want to dump money into right. some place and you find out, well, you're, you're paying for this CEO right. and right. their you know, mansion. Exactly. He's, he's got it broken down into causes, too, where he, he has, through his research and through other um, research that he has that he has garnered sure um, what what are the kinds of charities that you can give to that create the most impact right and that's that's really what this giving what we can website is doing yeah. and one of the things he's that he's talking about is the the fallacy of billionaire giving mm -hmm. the idea that People are like, okay, when I make my billion, I can't even believe that that's I know out there. When <laughs> I make, when I once once I make my billion, uh -huh. I'm gonna start donating. Right, right. Whereas his position is, look, once you make your billion to start don donating for cancer, all these people have already died of exactly. cancer. Exactly. Yes. If you start giving. Mm -hmm. Before you make your billion, your chances of affecting the number of people that you can affect positively mm -hmm. exponentially, exponentially grow every year. Right. Rather than holding on to that money and then just blah, giving, yes, a, yes. giving a bunch. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, again, the, the, the website is givingwhatwecan.org. That's okay. givingwhatwecan.org. And um, the dude's name is Will McCaskill. He's got this new book out, so he's making he's making all the circuits. He's mm -hmm. on podcasts and and uh, TV shows and yeah. stuff like that. But I listened to him, and I was absolutely fascinated by what he had to say. Yeah, it's I, and and obviously that's just the monetary. I mean, obviously, time and talent is another. Uh, it's a better like a hands-on way to give or be. Uh, be philanthropic and um they, you know it i would much rather not because i don't want to give money but, but like time and talent is like that's the harder to come by yeah. in my opinion than mm -hmm. it is you know somebody tossing some no that, that sounds bad i don't mean that because the money helps too right uh but yeah it's so then it ends up being that local at least local lo things that you know you know about local or like when i was in the junior league mm -hmm. and um you know being we did that that was what we did you know mm -hmm. philanthropic efforts and we and so being in the in there and knowing kind of okay this is how the sausage is made this is what we're doing and this is where the money's going it's like okay this is a real you know i don't know yeah it's, it's just tough because you like you said you, like with the clothes like even just donating clothes it's like there's got to be some that i don't just dump them off at goodwill and then like Somebody in the community has to go and buy them, and I know the jobs it creates, but they're you know what I mean. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. And the, the it's there's also like the number the number one thing mm-hmm. that my understanding is the number one thing people are asking for at homeless shelters are socks. Yes. You right. know, and nobody socks and t-shirts. Nobody thinks I'm going to donate socks. No. You know, mm-hmm. um, and one of the things that he was saying is um, he want and I think this giving what we can is a place to do that. He wants a place where people can go and say, okay, I've got money. Right. Who can I donate to that needs money? Or yes. I've got time. Right. Because uh, one of the things I heard about food banks mm-hmm. was food banks don't want cans. No. Right. Because that isn't what. That's right. There are two things they want. They want money so they can buy fresh food. Yes. And they want time. Right. So people can come and fix and hand out that food. Yes. But these all these can drives. Yeah. I mean, they're I'm great. Right. But they're not really what they need. Right. You know? So um And he, people give like expired cans or right. like 14 cans of pinto beans. And they're right. like, what can we do with this? Like the, just because people are are you know financially disadvantaged to a point where they need a food bank doesn't mean that they eat any different than you sir they don't want to open you know they want to eat what you eat exactly and they have kids who want chicken nuggets just like your kids want chicken (laughs) nuggets exactly and so just yeah please don't try to guess give us the money and we'll Mm -hmm. figure it out and it's just um yeah i've heard that too and we've run into that too and say like foster youth that's what we used to work with is foster Mm -hmm. youth and um you know, these kids age out of the foster care system and they're taking all their crap. Crap. I mean, I'd mean it because that's how it gets treated because they put it in a garbage bag because right. there's nothing. So then we started creating suitcases, you know, where it had like everything you would need to, which, I mean, still, I mean, they're they're aging out of the system. There's only, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's, I, oh. you know, I talk, uh, um, uh, I talk a lot of crap about my dad. Yeah. I, I adored him. Yes, obviously, and the crap I talk about, I talk about because I think it's generally funny or was diametrically opposed to my political beliefs. Right. One of the things he did that I just absolutely loved him for is, I think, twice a year, he would call up a charity. Mm -hmm. He would call that charity Mm -hmm. and he would say, "What do you need?" Right. And not a lot of people do that. Right. They'll just write a check and give yeah. it to them. And um, they would tell him, they would yeah. say, oh, this is what we need. That's what we need. We need the other thing. And he would go out and he would do whatever it is that they had said. Yeah. And that was his donation for that half of the year. Sure. That to me seems like a really smart way to do it. Yeah. You know, if you're wanting to um, be philanthropic. Right. Um, Pick, pick a charity right. and donate to, uh, call that charity and right. ask what they want. Or just, yeah, or don't guess. Yeah, don't and guess. And also, it's, it's, not what, it's not just about you cleaning out your cupboards or you cleaning out your drawers or you cleaning out, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just, because I, I hear that too, like uh, the misconception that, well, you know, this is perfectly good. Somebody who doesn't have anything will want that. I'm like, well, but it's, it's, freaking, it's a. It's I've not. got this Trivial Pursuit box yeah, from 1987. Know. I'm going to give this to know. someone. I can give them a lot of fun. There's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I, oh, I wish I had all the time in the world to be. I would, I would love to help, like with Habitat for Humanity. Oh, me too. I would love to do that. Yeah, that's um, one of my faves. Uh, yeah, just you know, making homes, mm-hmm. giving people the opportunity to have a home is yeah. just, just it's, oh, oh. Oh, and then like yeah, the, I I it gets I can't I can't think about it too much because I get really worked up and sad. Um, the foster kids that I got to know and just they just continue to struggle and it's just, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's anyway. Now I don't. Now I'm off on a. My brain's on a. I'm like, how do I solve? I've got. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I right now know of some kids that have a broken down van. Mm. They're gonna take two buses to get their kid to school. Oy. And and I'm like, how do I find a way to fix their van or get somebody to help them fix their van? They need it towed. They need it fixed. They need it. You know. I'm like, how much? I, I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's somebody with time and talent could come and fix their timing belt. Yeah. And that would be a huge philanthropic. I yeah, know. I mean that would be that would be a great charity, you mm-hmm. know. Ma- 
just a mechanics. bunch of mechanics that can I'm sure there's w- donate a couple of hours exactly. a week. Exactly. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. I don't know what we just discussed. I'm all over the place. I think we solved a bunch of problems today. I don't today. think so. I think we just reminded ourselves that there I'm, are so many. I'm gonna live in hope just for oh, this moment. Well, this is well. We're fi- we're on. We're finally switching sides. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because <laughs> I'm filled with overwhelm and dread right well, now. Well, I'm gonna live in hope. Okay. Uh, just for a second, though, yeah. and then I'll go back to dread. Great. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. Yes. And. Uh, um, Give that website a check. Yeah. Uh, see if uh, you, they can right. find something for you. And uh, please do come back and listen to us next week. And, oh, my goodness, give us a rating <gasps> on the Apple, please. Yes. Please do that. And we're thank you for coming. And, <laughs> and come again. <laughs> and again, if you're lucky. Bye. <laughs> The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.